Hi everybody, Carla here. Today, let's revisit Memory Lane. And I have for you one of the first Little Golden Book titles. Remember the Little Golden Books from when you were a child? Well, this is one of the first of those that was actually published. And it's called The Pokey Little Puppy, one that I absolutely love. Uh, it's been in my family in terms of sharing the story. We've shared the story for at least two, three generations. It's a wonderful story, and I have very, very fond memories of it. But let me tell you, it's so, so much better with graphics. And I'm just now learning how to use graphics to make videos because I want to make my YouTube channel a bit more engaging. So I'm learning how to do things like that. So this particular reading, uh, if you go over to the YouTube channel and check it out, you'll find it much more enjoyable with the graphics, I think. But if that's not convenient for you right now, please do listen. And let's go back down memory lane to listen to the pokey little puppy. And I invite you to please do head over to the YouTube channel whenever you can and give the videos a thumb up and subscribe to the channel, okay? I'd appreciate it very much. So now, without further delay, I give you the pokey little puppy here at Carla Reads the Classics. Hi, everybody. Carla here. Welcome back to another episode of Carla Reads the Classics. Thanks so much for tuning in. Now, I have for you today a little golden book classic. Now, it was originally published in 1942, and I love it so much. I have such fond memories of this little book. Uh, it is called The Pokey Little Puppy, and it's by Jeanette Sebring Lowry. And again, I just have such fond memories of it that I wanted to read it here on the channel. So without further delay, I give you The Pokey Little Puppy by Jeanette Sebring Lowry. Five little puppies dug a hole under the fence and went for a walk in the wide, wide world. Through the meadow they went, down the road, over the bridge, across the green grass, and up the hill, one right after the other. And when they got to the top of the hill, they counted themselves. One, two, three, four. One little puppy wasn't there. Now where in the world is that pokey little puppy, they wondered, for he certainly wasn't on top of the hill. He wasn't going down the other side. The only thing they could see going down was a fuzzy caterpillar. He wasn't coming up this side. The only thing they could see coming up was a quick green lizard. But when they looked down at the grassy place near the bottom of the hill, there he was, running around and round his nose to the ground. What is he doing? The four little puppies asked one another, and down they went to see, roly-poly, pell-mell, tumble-bumble, till they came to the green grass, and there they stopped short. What in the world are you doing? They asked. I smell something, said the pokey little puppy. Then the four little puppies began to sniff, and they smelled it too. Rice pudding, they said. And home they went as fast as they could go over the bridge, up the road, through the meadow, and under the fence. And there, sure enough, was dinner waiting for them with rice pudding for dessert. But their mother was greatly displeased. So you're the little puppies who dig holes under fences, she said. No rice pudding tonight. And she made them go straight to bed. But the pokey little puppy came home after everyone was sound asleep. He ate up all the rice pudding and crawled into bed as happy as a lark. 
The next morning, someone had filled the hole and put up a sign. The sign said, don't ever dig holes under this fence. But the five little puppies dug a hole under the fence just the same and went for a walk in the wide, wide world. Through the meadow they went, down the road, over the bridge, across the green grass, and up the hill, two and two. And when they got to the top of the hill, they counted themselves, one, two, three, four. One little puppy wasn't there. Now where in the world is that pokey little puppy? They wondered, for he certainly wasn't on top of the hill. He wasn't going down the other side. The only thing they could see going down was a big black spider. He wasn't coming up this side. The only thing they could see coming up was a brown hop toad. But when they looked down at the grassy place near the bottom of the hill, there was the pokey little puppy sitting still as a stone with his head on one side and his ears cocked up. What is he doing? The four little puppies asked one another, and down they went to see roly-poly, pell-mell, tumble-bumble, till they came to the green grass, and there they stopped short. What in the world are you doing? They asked. I hear something, said the pokey little puppy. The four little puppies listened, and they could hear it too. Chocolate custard, they cried. Someone is spooning it into our bowls. And home they went as fast as they could go, over the bridge, up the road, through the meadow, and under the fence. And there, sure enough, was dinner waiting for them, with chocolate custard for dessert. But their mother was greatly displeased. So you're the little puppies who will dig holes under the fences, she said. No chocolate custard tonight, and she made them go straight to bed. But the pokey little puppy came home after everyone else was sound asleep, and he ate up all the chocolate custard and crawled into bed as happy as a lark. The next morning, someone had filled the hole and put up a sign. The sign said, don't ever, ever dig holes under this fence. But in spite of that, the five little puppies dug a hole under the fence and went for a walk in the wide, wide world. Through the meadow they went, down the road, over the bridge, across the green grass, and up the hill, two and two. And when they got to the top of the hill, they counted themselves, one, two, three, four. One little puppy wasn't there. Now where in the world is that pokey little puppy? They wondered, for he certainly wasn't on top of the hill. He wasn't going down the other side. The only thing they could see going down was a little grass snake. He wasn't coming up this side. The only thing they could see coming up was a big grasshopper. But when they looked down at the grassy place near the bottom of the hill, there he was, looking hard at something on the ground in front of him. What is he doing? The four little puppies asked one another, and down they went to see, roly-poly, pell-mell, tumble-bumble, till they came to the green grass, and there they stopped short. What in the world are you doing? They asked. I see something, said the pokey little puppy. The four little puppies looked, and they could see it too. It was a ripe red strawberry growing there in the grass. Strawberry shortcake, they cried. And home they went as fast as they could go, over the bridge, up the road, through the meadow, and under the fence. And there, sure enough, was dinner waiting for them with strawberry shortcake for dessert. But their mother said, So you're the little puppies who dug that hole under the fence again, 
no strawberry shortcake for supper tonight. And she made them go straight to bed. But the four little puppies waited till they thought she was asleep. And then they slipped out and filled up the hole. And when they turned around, there was their mother watching them. What good little puppies, she said. Come and have some strawberry shortcake. And this time, when the pokey little puppy got home, he had to squeeze in through the wide place in the fence. And there were his four brothers and sisters licking the last crumbs from their saucers. Dear me, said the mother, what a pity you're so pokey. Now the strawberry shortcake is all gone. So the pokey little puppy had to go to bed without a single bite of shortcake, and he felt very sorry for himself. And the next morning, someone had put up a sign that read, No desserts ever unless puppies never dig holes under this fence again. And that's the end. Thank you guys so much for listening here at Carla Reads the Classics. I just love that story. Until next time. Hi, me again. I know you thought I'd already said goodbye at the end of that story, but here I am again to say another goodbye. But I wanted to remind you to please head over to the YouTube channel and subscribe. Help me get my numbers up there. I also invite you to visit the merchandise store to get yourself something nice for spring or maybe something for a friend. I'm also thinking of doing a giveaway. I want to say thank you to my listeners. Um, it occurred to me when I uh, was looking at all of the analytics uh, that a big part of my audience uh, is young people. And I'm so thrilled by that because I never thought that that would be my audience. But in any event, um, I did a video uh, and it's, it's called What People Are Saying About Carla Reads the Classics because I've gotten such wonderful feedback from people about how listening to me read these stories somehow helps people with their schoolwork. And I just love that. So I got uh, several, several um, messages to that effect. And I just wanted to highlight that. So I also want to say thank you. So I'm thinking of doing a giveaway, uh, something from the merchandise store. And if you have any ideas on how I can, how I can do that, how I can make it uh, maybe a contest, how I can choose someone to gift something from the merchandise store, any ideas that you guys might have. I know you know, some of the bigger YouTubers and, and Instagram people, and they do this kind of thing all the time, but I'm just a tiny, tiny, tiny YouTuber. And my podcast has, you know, quite a few downloads, but I just don't have the, the wide audience that some of them have. So I can't really take uh, much of an example from them. Mine is a bit more intimate with the people that I, um, that I serve. So in any event, if you have any ideas, please list them for me uh, in the Q&A. Uh, you can email me at carlatreadstheclassics at gmail.com. You can always email me. And um, let's see, is there another way? Um, I don't know. You send me a message on YouTube. <laughs> but in any event, please do engage to let me know how I can uh, set up that giveaway because I really would like to say thank you to uh, the young people, to everybody who listens to me read books on the internet, which is really, really an amazing thing. So thank you guys so much. I will stop rambling right now and say thank you again. Until next time.